0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number seven of the Pod Dog Training Podcast. I hope you will stick around and subscribe because I have a new podcast coming out every week. If you don't know, my name is Ryan, and I'm a dog trainer in beautiful Chilliwack, British Columbia, Canada, and I'm hoping to help dog trainers and dog owners like you live better, happier, and more fulfilling lives with your canine companions. This week in Part 3, we're talking about the holy grail of dog training, loose leash walking. First things first, when you start teaching a loose leash walk or any skill, start in a low distraction environment. Don't go walking down the street and then get frustrated because your dog isn't listening or paying attention. Start inside your house, train in your living room, or possibly your backyard if you have one, but even that can be too much for some dogs, especially puppies. So, you're ready to start training? What equipment should you start with? It's a hard question to answer without knowing you or your dog. Your ability, coupled with your dog's size, strength, and personality, makes a big difference. For most dogs, I recommend starting with a slip leash. High and snug, right behind the dog's ears, and some treats your dog will be excited to work for. The method a lot of people still try to use is the stop and wait method. Basically, when the dog starts pulling, you stop walking, and you wait for the dog to back off and let the leash go slack before continuing. I'm not saying this method doesn't work, I'm sure it has for some folks, but it can be a boring and frustrating way to do it for both you and your dog. Instead of telling or showing the dog what you want, you're hoping and waiting for the dog to figure it out on their own. Start by using your leash or luring with a treat and bring them to the start position, right next to your leg. Traditionally, dogs are walked on the left, but unless you're planning to compete in obedience, either side will do. Just stay consistent. Keep your arms down and relax at your side. leash is loose with a visible U-shape and give your chosen command. Since it's not traditional heel, I say walk, but you can use the word heel if you want you're going to take a few steps forward. If the dog stays in the correct position, you're going to verbally praise the dog and take a few more steps forward. If the dog starts to pull out in front of you, you're going to give your verbal command and turn away from the dog. So if the dog is on your left, you're gonna turn to the right and you're gonna do a 180 degree turn and keep walking. Do not stop and wait for the dog. Just turn and walk, the dog will have to follow. When the dog catches up with you, Try to capture the few seconds when the dog is in the right position and verbally praise your dog, good walk or good heel. If the dog legs behind you, encourage the dog with your voice to catch up. You can also start to reward the dogs with your food reward when they are in the correct position. When you first start, it will feel like you're going around in circles, but what we want to teach the dog is that they're not going to get anywhere they want if they pull on the leash. Remember to keep the leash loose do not attempt to restrain or hold the dog in the correct position. We want them to know tension on the leash means they're doing something wrong. If there's constant tension, there can't be any communication. When you first start, you want a lot of directional changes and you don't have to wait for the dog to pull ahead of you to change directions. You can start adding inside turns, turning towards the dog, essentially cutting the dog off. This is a little bit easier with bigger dogs because you could lean your leg into them to help them turn. We always want to be careful when we're doing inside turns about not stepping on paws or with smaller dogs stepping on the dog. What we want the dog to start thinking about is paying attention to where I'm going and following me instead of where they want to go. It's follow the leader and lots of directional changes forces your dog to pay attention to you and where you're going. Don't forget to give your dog lots of breaks. They also need time to be a dog and sniff. We really want to lay on the praise when the dog is making the decision to follow you. When you do a 180 degree turn and the dog doesn't turn, before he gets the end of the leash, you can add a pop on the leash. Just a flick of the wrist and the dog will turn and catch up. When you turn and the dog turns, you really want to let them know, that's what I want. Yes, good heel, good walk. This method of changing directions may feel like you're going in circles, and essentially you are, but until the dog understands how to act on a leash, full-on neighborhood walks aren't doing you any good especially if most of it is being spent being dragged down the road. I like to start practicing this in my home, and then maybe I move to the yard, and then I practice in the driveway or right in front of my house. You're not going to get anywhere, and that's okay. We're not walking, we're training. Your neighbors might look at you a little funny when you're walking up and down your driveway, but eventually you'll have the best walking dog on the block. When your dog starts to understand, you can start adding minor corrections with your leash. A few pops, just a turn of the wrist on the leash, can bring the dog back into position. If they start to forge forward, I like to add a verbal cue before the pop, like a no or a ah, ah And then eventually, you will not need the pops, and the verbal cue will be enough to get your dog sliding back into position. Remember, deep breaths. Arms are down and relax at your side. Leash is loose, shoulders are back, and you're moving forward your dog will have no idea what's going on at first. But if you do it right, the dog will quickly catch on and you won't feel like you're in a washer constantly on spin mode. For dogs that are big, really strong, extreme pullers, or handlers who need more power steering, you can also use a prong collar for this as well. Prong collar needs to be correctly sized and placed. Just like the slip leash, it should be high, snug, and right behind the dog's ears. If you are unsure, there are so many videos on YouTube that will show you how to properly fit one. Remember, the prong collar doesn't stop your dog from pulling. You still need to put in the work and all these steps. It just might help give you a little more power or a little more control. I plan to have a video all about this coming out soon. And, depending on when you're listening to this, maybe it's already there. Check out my YouTube channel. Just search Southpaw Dog Training. Well, that's it. That's all. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. If the platform you're listening on allows you to leave reviews, please do, and let me know what you want me to talk about. Or ask a dog training question, and I will try to answer it on a future podcast. I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm Ryan with South Pod Dog Training. No dogs left behind.